Hey everyone, and welcome back to Citywide Blackout, your home for the best creators from around the world. So good to have you back, guys, and I think you're gonna love the next guest, because I am definitely enjoying his stuff. Lyndon Carter, he is the frontman for the funk band Carter and the Capitals. They've got a debut album out, which absolutely has me hooked, and more new music on the way. Lyndon, welcome to the show, man. It is so cool to have you here. Thanks, Max. Thanks for having me. All right. Now, one thing I read that I definitely want to talk about is you guys are working on a new album. You, uh, you put out a new single, Lovely, 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 which we'll, which we'll talk about in a bit. But what can folks expect from uh, the next album? Yeah, I mean, it's been uh, it's going to be coming up four years since we put out our debut record uh, in 2019, uh, which we recorded primarily in Vancouver, in Vancouver, Canada, um, and had a great experience working with Ben Kaplan there. Uh, definitely more of a somewhat well some of the songs are a little bit more rock leaning but this one uh, we're definitely um, we've kind of fine-tuned our sound and, and self-producing and working really hard to get some uh, really kind of hard-hitting funk funk elements to it as well as uh, having some more R&B uh, kind of soul neo-soul album elements as well on this new track or the new record nice what would you say is like the biggest difference between the debut album and what we're going to see later on yeah, I think I think we've just all grown as as, as musicians. Uh, we've we toured the record across Canada. Um, we've definitely are are tighter as a band. We've been a band for a while since 2016 um, when we all met at university. But uh, I think I think we've just have a better understanding of playing together, under better understanding of what the sound we want to create, um, and then really kind of using our influences, uh, which are quite varied in uh, the different members. And I think you you can hear. Uh, cohesiveness of, of of everything but also still hear the influences of uh, a, a varying a wide array of uh, array of genres as well in this record so yeah still still a wide you know ranging uh kind of sound but uh, i think we've locked in especially on the groove so that's great cool any influence that the, um that you think comes through above the others yeah, I think uh, in terms of artists, if you're, yeah. Um, so the ne- the newest track, Lovely, 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 very inspired by kind of Luther Vandross um, uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, beat. And then also, it's definitely kind of a, it's a more modern sound, of course, but we did a lot of elements that Wendy Carlos and Prince would do. Um, or sorry, not Wendy Carlos, um, but uh, but what Prince would do on um, kind of his early '80s records, which is which is having the guitars direct uh, DI'd, so we have like this really spanky sound right through the API, um, and a lot of elements that are kind of yeah, just that early early '80s funk sound. Um, uh, but of course, still still very smooth sounding, and and uh, and 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 definitely has a, a modern touch to it. But but really working on yeah, having those uh, the early '80s uh, funk influences on that track. That's what really jumped out of me um, listening to the debut album was just like the smoothness of it all. Like it was very tight. So it's kind of hard to imagine you being like more than that. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Max. I I mean, I we're definitely very proud of it. It's, uh, yeah, I think, you know, we were all like 20, 20, and 21 when we recorded that record. Um, so, uh, yeah, very, very proud of it for sure. But um, uh, this one, I think it just has, I don't know, a little bit more maturity. Uh, I think on, on my end as well as a vocalist and a songwriter, uh, lyric writer, I think I kind of, uh, even though, you know, there's definitely lyrics that might seem a little superficial. I think, I think there's definitely uh, a lot more stronger songwriting going on um, in this, in this, on this album. Yeah. Oh. On my part. Oh, cool. And uh, do you do the writing? Um, we write as a band. Uh, the, definitely um, over over the 
the height of the pandemic, I was writing a lot of the the demos and writing a lot of the songs myself, um, and then bringing it to the band. Um, but we've we it's a mix of of writing together and then also just uh, uh, yeah, uh, and then me writing primarily the the lyrics and melody. Yeah. Mm. Now, uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, the debut album was out in 2019. And of course, 2020 was the stop of it. It was just the big stopping point for everyone. Did you guys have a lot of plans that had to just get uh, dropped? No, actually, Max, like we, we, so we put it out in the spring of 2019 and we toured it all spring and summer. And then we went out, uh, well, not east, technically central Canada. So Toronto, Montreal, and then toured around Ontario in the fall in October uh, and November of 2019. So we had all our tours booked and we, uh, so it, it definitely was a big halt for our momentum of, of, of playing festivals and, and keeping touring. Um, but nothing, no large big tours we were, uh, we had to cancel, uh, which we felt very lucky about. And we were actually starting to work on the second record that in, in 2020, um, which we're hoping to put out this year. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we lucked out a little bit in terms of, we didn't, have major major dates uh booked um but it definitely you know put a halt on things and 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 led to a lot of members moving out of edmonton and us being in different cities and having to work remotely even when we were in the same city of course um but uh, yeah so it, it definitely put a damper on things but we uh, we made it work which i'm really proud of nice yeah i I heard that from so many people that with, uh, where they had like tours planned or big shows planned, like CD release shows. What was it like for the band to have just to come to this screeching halt after such a really good opening round? Yeah, I mean, it took. Uh, uh, I personally, uh, um, I I was still teaching. Uh, well, I switched to teaching music online. So uh, when I'm home in Edmonton, I'm teaching music. Um, and uh, so I had. I was lucky to 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 be. I still have some work. Um, with my teaching, but uh, most of the other members um, who are who are primarily studio and touring musicians, um, uh, where all their income comes from, they, they had you know hundreds of dates cancel, which is which is just uh, tragic. And and so it was you know we're all varying levels of our COVID depression. Um, for me, I was felt very fortunate uh, where I was, and and I also <laughs> grew up as an only child, as uh, you can probably tell from me being the lead singer of a, of a band. But um, I. Uh, I I could be on my own for a little bit longer. I can I can be on my own. I can I have lots of things I, I love to do and um, and then yeah I was able to write. I didn't think I would be inspired to write, but I felt in a, a a good place to write and felt very privileged to have that time and and to also have uh, somewhat uh, you know some some income coming in as well okay. as opposed to every most of my musician friends not. Yeah, that's yeah. That- so yeah, so much, so much derailment. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let us then look ahead to the most recently released single. Uh, this is your first release in, like you said, about uh, about uh, four years. What was the reaction to this? Did you have a lot of people asking, "Hey, when's the new music coming out?" Yeah, like it was very positive. We we put out a really cool music video. That I was really proud of. Um, it was still during you know the pandemic i mean uh or still during uh kind of an iffy period so we, we had a crowd of people but it was you know it was touch and go if, if we were going to be able to make it happen but we still managed to put up pull off like a a really great music video for the release as well and then played a few local festivals in alberta and in uh, in edmonton um to cap it off so yeah people love the song and and uh, just recently we've been you know having a little bit more traction on our on our worldwide streaming and 
and uh, and YouTube as well, and people really enjoying the track all over the world. So it's uh, yeah, like for a small small independent band, it's it's been really great to put out something that I'm very we're really proud of, and and uh, that gets people excited about music, new music. Yeah, yeah, and the music video, so cool, man. I oh, really great. really enjoyed that one. You can definitely tell it's a high quality production. Uh, what went into just yeah. planning uh, the whole thing? Yeah, so it took a long time to. In my brain, I was planning for a while and then got Morgan Gold involved, uh, who was the director of photography. But uh, yeah, so I had to drive down to Calgary and get uh, um, a dolly track because there's only curved dolly track to run the camera around in a circle because the whole idea was everything just circulating the whole time and showcasing the band um, with people and without people and rehearsal and also um, uh, Kelsey who is the love interest of the video so yeah it was just it took a you know it's a it's a somewhat simple concept but uh, it was it was a pretty big uh, undertaking to direct direct it and I was very nervous to do it but um, yeah really proud of it and just had so many great people in the team doing wardrobe uh, and hair and makeup and um, and then lots of crew members uh, and grips to make that happen. And then, of course, all our friends and fans who wanted to be in the video um, that were comfortable with being in the video during during the pandemic. Um, so it was it was yeah it was a, it was a good undertaking, and uh, just want to do more. Honestly, it just just makes you just want to do more. I can tell. I mean, I mean, like being in charge of something like that's got to be a little nerve wracking, but fun too, right? Yeah, I think the pandemic kind of created this YOLO energy. That's what I said it would say in grade ten. Um, and I have a big, a lot of that YOLO energy happening still. Uh, so I, I kind of just want, wanted to go for it. And uh, luckily it turned out. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Do you think you'll be doing more music videos down the road? Yes, hoping hoping to do a music video for at least two more of the singles that will be released prior to the record. Um, it's going to be a six or seven song record, um, so a, a slightly sh- smaller record than we've done in the past. But it's all killer, no filler, as uh, some forty one would call it. And um, so I'm just, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to just. Uh, I really love the visuals, and uh, what also we loved doing when we did our first song, or sorry, our first album, we did once a once up for magic. We had our friend Molly. Um, I'll little do a full animated video for uh, a fully animation, uh, full animation for One Step for Magic. Um, so that one we really loved. And that was our first time ever animating a video. And that's what, that's what, uh, I don't know if you've seen the video of T-Pain watching our video, but uh, T-Pain watching our video with, uh, with the, that's what the video he watches. And he loves the animation as well as the song. And it's just, it was one of the biggest highlights of our lives. But, uh, but, uh, so we might, might do more of those kind of visuals because we love her I read that about T-Pain seeing the video and, and just saying, this is so fucking good. I'm like, wow, that's a, that's an interesting, like just setup, really. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. Yeah. We just, uh, our friend, uh, or our bass player was, uh, was watch uh, was submitted in the, into his Twitch stream and we were really scared. He was just going to rip us apart because he ripped all these other artists apart, but he watched, listened to the whole song and he was loved it, and I loved the little clip I made. I made a super cut of it, and then the full things on our YouTube as well on the Cardinal Capitals YouTube. But uh, yeah, super super fun moment, and definitely uh, kind of got us excited to keep going. You know, when something like that happens, you you know you save it, you cut it, you save it like three times. <laughs> you make sure you have copies of it yeah. everywhere. Oh, of course, yeah. No, it was so great. You just want to like carry that shit forever. Oh, oh, for sure. No, it was just, it was such a great moment, like listening to him all through middle school and high school and, and having my middle school and high school friends reach out. I haven't talked to in years and being excited about it. So yeah, it was really neat. So I'll hold on forever for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. All right. So you've got new music out. You've got the new album come up uh, soon. 
are you guys getting back to work in terms of like you know touring and shows and such? Yeah, so the the goal is um, is to be touring this August in the summer, um, hopefully touring most of August, uh, as well as playing festivals locally and through Western Canada. Um, and then kind of, kind of just also kind of shopping the album around uh, just to help get a distribution deal before we uh, fully release it. Um, but yeah, we'd love to be touring Canada again. Uh, we'd love to be going uh, yeah across Canada again. Uh, which we do kind of a Western Canada tour all the way to Vancouver. And then we do a kind of central Canada tour, like I said, around Toronto, Montreal, then all through Ontario and some parts of Quebec. Um, and then, yeah. And then looking to tour into Europe as well um, next year, uh, which is our goal as well. Um, so that's going to be, uh, yeah, that would be a really amazing thing for us to make happen. And we've had lots of good friends that have done similar things. And, um, and then, yeah, we'd love to tour the United States as well. Uh, we have, we have a couple friends in in Philly who played with uh, the Village People um, when we put, when we opened for the Village People in uh, a couple of years back <clears throat> at a festival, and uh, we made some good friends with some of the band, and it was really really special. and uh, And we really want to, yeah, just like see uh, parts of the United you know, like parts of the states, and uh, but I'll also be playing music in the states, which is which is a tough thing to do with 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 uh, with touring visas. They're very expensive, and and you have to have a lot of shows booked up to make it worthwhile. So that's definitely a big goal too, because we I don't know I love being in the states, and, and I love uh, I love all the music, uh, the historical music scenes. Yeah, Philly is such an amazing city. I w- I've uh, been there a number of times, and they have some cool. of the best venues, and the scene there is so cool. Awesome. Yeah. No, we, we would love to go. I mean, you know, obviously there so many bands came out. Philly Soul, you know, you're talking uh uh talking hollow notes and, and then and then obviously the roots come to mind and then yeah minneapolis and all these and all these like eastern canada or eastern uh, united states cities that are that are that are cold uh you know these cold cities produce some of the best music and what prince always says is the cold keep cold keeps the bad people out and that's why he lived his whole life in the app in minnesota um so yeah really really want to make a kind of pilgrimage to those cities yeah you, you know what it is because out of uh there's like six months out of the year we can't ever go outside so we're inside making music because we have nothing else to do making music same in edmonton max that's what we were just talking about how cold it was here and uh, i think it's so funny because i i'm always out and about in the summer in edmonton and uh, and all through british columbia as well um but uh in the winter it's almost like i look forward to i don't look forward to the blistering cold but i look forward to having an excuse to just stay in and create music and make uh, make art yeah it's great oh exactly man exactly all right uh you mentioned touring um do you book your own tours yeah so currently we're a fully independent band um we don't have a booking agent um so all of our booking is all through ourselves i remember us booking our first tour in 2016 and it was just a bunch of cold calls um of course emails but also some actual phone calls to venues and booking our first call uh first tour which actually was really great and we had some amazing shows on that bill and including like vancouver cbc and then lucky bar in victoria which is my hometown um and uh yeah so just uh we definitely got the confidence up. It's so much work and we love an agent in the future, but uh, we know what we can do on ourselves. And we, yeah, uh, the work sometimes pays off with just being, you know, being in control of being the band, even though it'd be nice to have some help sometimes. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. But I think the fact that you're able to do this all on your own really establishes you so that, you know, a venue, uh, rather um, um, a label might look at you and say, hey, you know what? These guys have already done this much let's definitely bring them in. It shows like the initiative and the work, which is very key. 
totally yeah i have so much energy max like i don't know i, I can just, tell uh, i feel like i i feel like i just uh yeah i got lots of it on the go which i love to have and uh i'm not stopping anytime soon um if i don't have to because it's just uh it's the greatest job in the world like playing music with your best friends and to cities of you know in to like hundreds of people thousands of people and sometimes to five people in peterborough ontario but it doesn't matter like we always have a good time like it's just it's uh it's 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 still special it's still great oh i can tell man i can tell just from the sound and i would love to see the band live someday but i can tell there's there's an energy and a passion um you know i'm curious about the origin how'd you guys all meet up yeah so we all met uh, at university here in edmonton uh in edmonton alberta and we all met at a university called McCune university we all did the music program um both uh, all of us kind of have different degrees in music that we got out of them. So some performance degrees and some composition degrees. Uh, it's quite a jazz heavy school, but also contemporary music. So did a lot of jazz music, played a lot of jazz music, sang a lot of jazz music because I was a vocal major. And uh, we all met at, uh, at McEwen. Um, two of us, uh, I'm from Victoria. Uh, our guitarist, Eric Wildman's from Chilliwack, BC near Vancouver. And then we have uh, uh, Sam, Mal- Sam, Sam Mulaney, uh, um Sorry, Sam Maloney is from uh, Edmonton, and Eric Doucette is from Edmonton as well, um, but born in uh, Quebec. Um, and uh, and yeah, so we've we've all kind of just met here, and 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 we've been here ever since, and it's been great. Cool. All right. Um, first show ever. Where'd you guys play, and how did it go? First show ever was November twenty third. 2014 actually at a at a bar called bohemia i remember every single one of my shows almost and uh and we weren't we were called the capitals we weren't card in the capitals then we were still in school we were in second year university um uh I, so we were in second university we weren't really touring at all and we played a, a bar called uh, bohemia and uh yeah it was uh it was a complete like snowstorm so there was like maybe like 30 people there um, and, uh, it was completely white out, uh, white out snowstorm. And, uh, yeah, I remember that gig. I have a, I think there's a photo and I have the poster. I made the poster. So I remember that gig. And then we did, then we, the next show was a Carter and the Capitol show at the same venue, but we had like close to a hundred people there for that one. And that was a, a great time. And I think my mom also was in town for that as well, um, in Edmonton. So that was a really special, uh, show. And then that was, yeah, that, those were the first shows that we did and we played and, and had uh, yeah some funk elements, some rock elements. It was a it was a slightly different band for sure. Man, those um, thirty people at the first show, diehard fans, right? <laughs> <laughs> diehard, just nice friends, honestly, yeah. just good friends from university and and uh, yeah, uh, and uh, two of my high school friends from Victoria actually came to that show who were in Edmonton, going to school, going to the University of Alberta. So that's I I remember they were there. So that was really nice of them. Oh man! <laughs> uh, what happened to do uh, to cause uh, the name change? You went from the Capitals to Card the Capitals. Yeah, so it was kind of Card the Capitals. Then we're thinking of more of a you know band, uh, the, the Capitals. Um, but then we just stuck to Card the Capitals being kind of you know still we're still a collective of, of, of musicians um, uh, or the five members, the original members. But we're more of a collective, I think now. So um, yeah, it's just having my name in there. The guys wanted to, to thought it sounded better to have that again. 
Um, and uh, I was okay with reading capitals as you know, as you know, my ego wasn't too hurt when I was in second university, but it was nice. It was, you know, I think it's a great name. It stuck and, uh, and we're all from capital city. So that was the idea of the, Oh, the name, so, yeah. I getcha. Yeah. I getcha. Yeah. And, and the name just has a very like funk sound to it, you know, card in the capitals. Cool. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's still like, you know, we still do the writing together, but, uh, um, but yeah, it, it, but it also leads to, uh, um, having other members involved in the band when we tour or we play certain shows. So, um, uh, it does make sense a lot now to, to have that yeah. uh, because of, yeah, it's more of a collective these days. And of course, great. you know, um, um, alliteration always helps. Always a good idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. It's, it sticks. I like it. It's good. Cool. People call us the Capitals. That's all good. Yeah. Or C and C. So they, it's all good. Ooh, C and C. There you go. There you go. So yeah, yeah, like this, yeah. like different, uh, yeah. different like versions of the uh, the band name, and they all work in different ways. For sure. I there see you what go. you did there. All right. Um, any wild tour stories? Because you mentioned uh, going on tour. You guys were in your uh, um in your twenties. Any like yeah. crazy tour stories? Honestly, we're pretty we're a pretty tame band. Um, I'm definitely band mom on tour, and then Eric. Uh, Wildman is band dad um and uh, meaning that uh i'm just uh i don't know i'm quite uh i'm quite a diva on the road after a lot of the shows i will like i'll talk to fans but that that usually entails me just nodding my head and not wanting to lose my voice talking and then just steaming backstage and going to bed as early as i can even though you know sometimes we're playing until you know, one and two in the morning, don't get back to the, where we're staying. Um, so nothing, nothing crazy. I, uh, I just, uh, I do just, yeah, I just remember those shows playing, um, playing to like only like two or three people. Um, that, that one in Peterborough comes to mind, which is a funny one. And then, and then, uh, and then walking down the street and seeing Ariel Posen. I don't know if you know Ariel Posen, He's a Winnipeg artist, amazing guitar player, world renowned, and he only had twenty people at his show. So we felt a little bit better when we were there. <laughs> but uh, that was yeah. And then we slept in a motel that day, um, and then uh, and then oh, I remember sleeping in a couple of motels, um, and then finding out after that they that a band just stayed there. Our friend band just stayed there, and they all got bed bugs. So we've lucked we've lucked out. Uh, on those those places all the best places we've stayed have been like luckily we've stayed at friends houses and, and uh, uh friends houses on their floor and stuff so those have been the, lots of lots of floor sleeping which has been great um so nothing glamorous but yeah we're pretty uh we're pretty tame band uh off the stage and then really wild on the stage so it's a pretty uh, crazy show so <laughs> i think we don't have energy we don't have energy to do anything wild after yeah but i like that i like that you know like you put the energy up on the stage afterwards like okay okay guys show's over let's go home rest up tomorrow's another day i think so i think like that's just how i see my favorite artists doing it um i mean obviously some of my favorite artists can do both and i i just can't i'm just too i don't know if i'm just too fragile i just like i i, I don't know it takes a i take a, it takes a lot out of me to be on stage and uh, i i give it my all every show so um we definitely kind of take it very seriously um you know some would say too seriously, but I don't know. I think that's the reason why we're still banned today. So yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think, I think you gotta take it pretty seriously, especially if it's, especially where you are, where like you guys are, you know, the bookers and the marketers and the so forth. Oh so, yeah. I think you gotta totally. be serious if you ever want it to be, you know, you know, if you want this to be like a real part of your economy. Exactly. I think so. And we're on the same page for that. And uh, we take it as a privilege that we get to do this because lots of people don't get to have these opportunities. So yeah, we're really taking them, um, not taking them for granted all the, all the times we get to play, no matter where we are. 
All right. Um, so when you guys get to go back on the road, any places in particular that are kind of like near and dear to your hearts that you want to play at again? Yeah, we've had such great shows um, through BC. And then it was just such an amazing time when we went out to Ontario um, and played uh, Toronto. I stayed with my aunt there and um, got to play for her, got to play um, uh, in Kingston, Ontario. Uh, my favorite times really on tour would have been, play, have been the between the shows sometimes so driving through ontario from kingston through perth ontario up to ottawa has been absolutely gorgeous it's probably looks very similar to massachusetts um i can't say i can't say boss i can't even say it but um but it looks like you're in sorry you're in say you're in western mass west mass okay it probably looks very similar so the tree in the fall is just absolutely gorgeous and rolling kind of hills and it was just such an amazing uh, drive through with with you know with the band and we had a we had a great um great van that we were renting and so really kind of special moments through there loved playing montreal we played some dive bar in montreal on saint Catharines and um in montreal and then got a few days off in there and and uh that kind of was my big where my big love of bagels came from and and actually led me to starting a bagel i don't know if it said in the in the in the brief but yeah started a bagel shop in edmonton um called bibs bagels anyways that's for another time but uh that's that being in montreal playing montreal that's been a very big part uh, part of uh, kind of just uh uh just really loving all parts of canada it's just so nice i just love it you and the small towns i guess i also want to shout out i don't know i think saskatoon is one of the best music cities and winnipeg's one of the best music cities in canada i think the best musicians come out of winnipeg manitoba um, and, uh, I think the scene there is absolutely incredible. So, uh, and the food absolutely incredible, um, in, in Winnipeg. So yeah, really, really great moments of just being in these towns that I never would, would vacation to, but that I'm playing and that I end up realizing I can't wait to be back. You know, the more I hear about the Canadian music scene, the more I, re- the, the more I tell myself I'm in the wrong country. I gotta be going up North. <laughs> no, no, no. There's such great music here, but the one thing that the United States has that's so great is just the um, proximity between these major these cities. So touring in the United States is just so much easier in that sense. Maybe not easier. I'm sure it's hard too, but uh, it's just like, you know, our drives are like a minimum eight hours between major centers. Oh yeah. Like between cities, you know, we go three hours to Calgary, but then we're going to go to Winnipeg or, 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 uh, or uh, we got, that's like going to be closer to, um, I don't know how many hours that would be closer to 10 <laughs> but uh yeah and then we're you know we're going to um oh yeah no closer to 14 so we would have to go you know saskatoon and then uh, for five hours and we get in saskatoon then eight hours from saskatoon to winnipeg and then from winnipeg to ontario that's why we fly to Win- uh, ontario because winnipeg to the next like major kind of center uh, i don't even know what it would be maybe thunder bay ontario you're talking like hours and hours so it's just uh you know there's great music cities, but there's 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 few cities, so it's it's yeah. hard to tour. Yeah, comparatively, you could go from Boston to New York in about three hours, and then New York wow. to Philly in I'm gonna say five or six, depends on how like you know fast you go, and yeah. then you've got everything kind of like in between that with like uh the <laughs> the uh, venues in uh, Rhode Island, which has a lot of great venues, oh, for sure, and I, I um, Connecticut has some good ones too. So yeah, just just within that, like I think it's like a four hundred mile radius. You've got just a ton of venues. So wow, you are not kidding around there. 
No, and, and that's why we'd love to tour the states once we get our visas. Like we would just absolutely love to hit all those those places. And I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure the people, uh, I'm sure the people like are just yeah very supportive of the music scenes there. Providence would absolutely love you guys. I can say that. <laughs> okay. Providence would Providence absolutely love. Oh yeah, there's so many great great venues there. It's definitely a very okay. like artsy city. It's very. I mean. I don't think it's got a particular sound, but I know they would definitely love you guys. Absolutely. Amazing. Okay, done. We'll, we'll get there. They'll, we'll put it on our radar. There you go. <laughs> there awesome. you go. When you're, <laughs> when you're touring, who does the driving? We all split the driving. Oh. So all, all, all probably full. Well, our drummer doesn't drive. He doesn't have the license. So four no. of us, which is so funny. He's the drummer and we're driving around. But uh, four of us all drive. So yeah, we all split it. Uh, I can only do maybe like four hours before I get sleepy. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm lucky. Yeah. Everyone's great, great driver. And we can, we can, we can do those long drives across Canada. No problem. Okay. So one thing I definitely want to ask about is along with Carter and the Capitals, you've also got a solo career in the Americana genre, which could not be any more different from what you're doing with the Capitals, <laughs> um, which came yeah. first. Oh yeah. So, I mean, all through high school, I was playing in bands, and these were more pro- primarily like pop and rock bands. Um, and uh, that's kind of my original sound of of playing music and singing and playing with a guitar in front of me. And and it and it wasn't until yeah when I moved to uh, music school and moved to Edmonton that I really kind of got really into more soul, R and B, jazz, funk. Um, uh, listened to yeah lots of yeah traditional funk, Ohio players, the Barquets, and then listening to D'Angelo all the time. Um, and because uh, not growing up with that music at all in, in, in Victoria on the island. So that was really cool. Um, and that's what started kind of my love for that kind of music and then led me to less guitar playing, you know, playing singer-songwriter stuff and more, you know, falsetto high, Prince influence um, music that I where I'm, you know, shaking my butt on stage and we're all, it's very, you know, kind of a, flamboyant sound and and uh, show uh, so that's a very new and then so back to the kind of back to like americana and and and, and even some country influences is, is is somewhat new as well but but uh also uh just going back to just singing songwriting with my acoustic guitar um has been a really really nice kind of exercise and and has led to a lot of gigs around the province and and me playing with my pedal steel player and my guitar player uh, going on to calgary a lot um, and, uh, yeah, it's just playing as Lyndon Carter and just writing a little bit more personally you know, about, you know, songs and, and, uh, really enjoying that kind of aspect of things too. Yeah. But definitely less booty shaking, less booty shaking, a lot more sitting down, definitely still a rock and roll show. I played the Edmonton Vogue Fest this year. Um, and, uh, and it was still, you know, played some of my rockier songs. So still, I still can rock out with that band. Uh, which is awesome. And I play a guitar on every song, which is really fun to have a guitar in front of me. Um, but uh, yeah, a little less, uh, little it's less dancing. It's just a different kind, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> I get you. Do you feel like there's any kind of crossover between the Americana and Card in the Capitals? I think there is because uh, a lot of the musicians I play with in both bands, different, I mean, my guitar, my keyboardist plays in both bands. So he plays organ in my, uh, at the Capitals and then also in my solo project. Um, so there's crossover in terms of just having that member and then, and then playing with members that uh, also um, have played in other bands that vary different genres. So the influence is there for sure um, from, from, from there. Um, I guess, I guess the crossover is just, I still add my falsetto a little bit more like vocally. I'm, I'm still like, I'm singing, you know, a lot more chest voice singing a little bit more 
lower, I guess, um, than I would in the capitals, but there's still moments where I flip up and I'm in my falsetto, which is not, you would, wouldn't really hear that in, in Americana. So there's moments where I'm just, you know, singing, you know, my, my, my voice and I'm not trying, you know, at the starting, I kind of tried to change my voice and have a little bit of a twang, but I've, I've kind of settled into what my sound is, which is just my voice. And it's, and I really happy with it. Finally, it's taken yeah. 27 years, but yeah. <laughs> Hey, as long as you're there, man, as long as you're there, <laughs> do you ever find yourself kind of like slipping into the like Americana stuff when you're doing Carter? Oh, um, no, no, I'm pretty like, literally it's just like, it's like muscle memory. Like when we were, I hadn't played for two years and then we were playing a festival at the Capitals. Like I was just going, it just kind of switched on. It was just like a complete shift of like, you know, having the confidence, all the stuff and, and having the voice. And I mean, actually it took me a while to get back to that, that uh, caliber of, of singing um, and actually had to go through some, you know, some ups and downs of that vo- vocally of not using that part of my voice. Um, but that being said, yeah, no, I just, it kind of switches. I, it's kind of like a character persona that I get to just flip, flip on, which is really nice. Cause that's not who I am really. Oh, really? Person. So, so. So like uh, Carter on stage and Carter off stage are two very different people. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm Lyndon Carter off stage and then Carter on the Carter on the stage, and it's just uh, yeah, it's 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 it, it, you know, I'm still myself, of course. It's just it's a part of me that's a little bit more, uh, yeah, confident and like I said, you know, flamboyant and a and and, and uh, eccentric and and I'm a little bit more not totally, but I'm definitely more reserved in my day to day. Pretty chill. <laughs> ah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, all right, man. So we talked a bit about the new album uh, set to come out later on this year. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you are really on your to do list for twenty twenty three? Yeah, honestly, Max, it's just uh, just doing more of the same. Really focusing on the writing and and being really proud of the music before we put it out. Not feeling rushed to put it out because um, it's on our own time. There's no label telling us what to do. Um, but then of course, you know, looking at trying to get some support for that, uh, for the release and, uh, yeah, just, I don't know, just doing more of what the same, what we're doing, which is, which is making music that we're really proud of and, and, you know, and kind of just using our, using our influences, um, in the best way we can and also trying to be, have our own sound as well and not just, you know, fully copying our idols, um, uh, as, you know, as for, for white guys playing, uh, you know, funk and, and soul music do. Um, so it's just, yeah, just trying our best to, 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 to have our own sound and as well. And, and then, and then hopefully get back on the road. Those are the big goals is getting back on the road and playing, playing music to, to the world or to the world, to Canada and then eventually the world. So it's uh yeah, yeah. Those are some, so some of the goals for this year, um, but definitely more the same and, and just settling in and being really kind of proud of our, our work and, and not being so anxious about what's going on around us and just focusing on ourselves. Well, you should be proud, man. The, uh, this is some really high quality stuff. And, uh, Thanks, Mike. all right. Well, Lindemann, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. And for the folks at home, you want to know more about the band, you go to Carter and the capitals.com, follow them on Spotify, their socials, all that jazz. And definitely looking forward to the new album later on this year. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Hi, this is singer Kate Eppers, and you're listening to Citywide Blackout. Okay, everyone, that brings this episode to a close. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and definitely check out that band's music. Much more to come. You can follow the show on Facebook under Citywide Blackout and Twitter and Instagram under Citywide Max. Get at me at citywidemax at yahoo.com and check the show out wherever you find your favorite podcast. 
as well as every Saturday at 10 p.m. on Boston Free Radio. To close things out, enjoy the funk pop sounds of Lovely, 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 a preview of sorts for the band's future releases. That's all for now, and I'll see you next time. Understand? No, how do? 